Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Monday morning. You know, I honestly had to think of what day it was. Is that not pathetic and sad? But uh, I've lost track of time. I tell you what, my brain has not been working properly this morning. i uh, just trying to go over my uh, uh, morning Bible verses and... Uh, I go over the same ones every morning. Uh, I have a whole list of verses I like to go through, and after I get done doing my uh, Bible reading and go through and uh, uh, go uh, have my verse memorization, and uh, looked at it, and it was just a blank. I mean, I I know these verses up one side, down another, and literally stood sat there and thought. This is crazy. I couldn't, I had to look up. As soon as I looked at the first verse, then I remembered, and then I was able to go down right through there, uh, down my list, and uh, and uh, work on my memorization. But uh don't know what's the matter with me this morning. I'm really struggling. I don't know what uh, must, it must be uh, my, that uh, old-timer's disease is setting in quicker than I thought. But, uh, oh, well, Brandy's just hoping, my wife's just hoping that um, I'll lose my mind. That way she'll just uh, drop me off on the side of the road somewhere and keep on going. And uh, that way I won't uh, know where I'm at or what's going on. So, But anyway, of course, I say that kiddingly. Uh, you know, uh, this morning, watching the news, before we get into our Bible study this morning, Excuse me. Uh, well, you know, I am, am so angry right now uh, with the events that are going on in our nation. You know, obviously, these these riots uh, are insane. Uh, these protests are ridiculous. Uh, you know, you can agree, you can disagree, whatever. You know, I uh, uh, it amazes me the um, here. There's supposed to be a protest for. Uh, supposedly against racism, yet you've got pictures of people giving African-American police officers standing in their face, giving them the finger. You know, I don't see how that's uh, really um, helping racism. Uh, you have people, uh, you know, I don't see how looting is helping racism. Uh, defunding the police is not helping racism. Uh, you know, it is just uh, the Black Lives Matter movement in and of itself was built on a lie, uh, you know, and uh, hands up, don't shoot was a complete and total fallacy uh, without question. So uh, so when I hear Black Lives Matter, I just go ahead and tune that out because it's just it's just uh, 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 just built on uh, uh, that lie. And uh, these people protesting, uh, no peace, no justice or whatever it is we're ranting and raving about. The people have been arrested. All right, these guys have been arrested. Their justice will be served. They're going to get theirs. All right, so I don't know where they're getting. There's no justice. The the people were arrested. They are in jail. They are facing trial. They are probably going to spend the rest of their lives in jail. I don't know what more that you want. And when I see this, was on a local level or across the nation, these people protesting. You know, sometimes I wonder, do they even know what they're protesting about? You know, but the thing that really gets me big time is this: to wanting to defund the police department. What are you insane? What do you think is going to happen if you get rid of the police department? Uh, it's going to be complete anarchy. All right, it's, it, you might as well look at Mad Max. Uh, you know, that's what we're going to look at. You know, the, you got this lunatic screaming in her little uh, uh, microphone. You know, well, we want to uh, set up a whole new type of justice system of peace and love. I mean, come on, man. 
I mean, you know, who's going to stop these murderers? Who's going to stop these drug dealers? Who's going to stop uh, these uh, little children being abused and hurt? Uh, you, what are you, you mean a social worker in there? I mean, who's, who's going to get in there and stop these things? You know, you've got this generation, you know, I'm, I'm considered uh, uh, Generation uh, let's see, X, I guess. I think that was from 65 to 79. I think that was Generation X. And so you got Generation Y and Z are the ones out there running their mouths and wanting to defund the police. All right, well, let's take a look at this just for a second. We'll get to our Bible study in a minute, but I, I'm just really aggravated this morning in regards to this defunding the police, all right? So you have Generation Y and Z who have been coddled, have been patted on their little heads, rarely see sunshine because they like to play their video games, and most of them probably still live in the basement of their of mommy and daddy. Everybody got a participation trophy because nobody wanted to get their feelings hurt. And then, of course, mo and all of them grew up with anti-bullying. So if someone was mean, they had to run to the teacher because they wouldn't allow, you know, they, heaven forbid if they stood up for themselves. All right, so this is the people that want to defund the police. All right, look at my generation, Generation X, and the generation before me, the baby boomers, all right? Here are people, all right, let's, let's look at this now, who had to fight their bullies. They didn't, we didn't run to our teachers and be like, he's mean. You know, I had to fight my bullies, all right? <laughs> we grew up hunting and fishing. We grew up, we had to stay outside till dark, and even then we was lucky to be let inside. We fall and get hurt. We wasn't gobbled. We told, hey, rub some dirt on it, get over it. You know, unless your leg's falling off, don't aggravate me. You know, this, these are the, that's the way we were raised. And, and uh, uh, good morning, Angie. The way that we were raised uh, is uh, far cry different from that of this Generation Y and Z who want to defund the police. You don't want to tick us off because the police are what keeping us from whipping your fannies, right? So, you know, that's the way I look at it to a certain extent, you know. But here's the thing. Uh, to be a police officer, really, they can, should consider themselves a servant of God. Because even during the Mosaic era, during uh, Old Testament times, even they had a type of law enforcement to ensure law and peace. Uh, when you look at the police department, what do they do? They stand uh, at the gates. They sit there and they defend the weak and the helpless. They help the fatherless. Uh, they help the poor. They, st you know, they stand guard uh, to help uh, our communities. And uh, they do such good. Yes, just because a few are bad, I mean, you find bad in anything. All right, There's a lot of bad pastors out there. I know that's a real shock, uh, but there's a lot of bad, you know, there's bad in everything. This isn't a, a, a racist issue. This isn't a police issue. This is a heart issue. This is what we're looking at is a heart issue. And until you get to the root of that problem, understand that it is evil, that as long as evil persists, we were going to see racism. We're going to see, uh, uh, whether it's police officers or whoever, uh, are acting out of control. It is getting our hearts right with Jesus Christ is what's going to solve this issue. All right. So getting rid of our police officers, defunding these police uh, departments and living in lawlessness 
is not going to is 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 a, is is going to throw us into anarchy and chaos. And guess what? That's exactly what the progressive liberals want. They want chaos. They want anarchy. They want more government control. They're they're playing right into the hands of what they want. That's why they're pushing out for these uh, these mail outs uh, for the voting in November. They want to do everything they can to keep Trump from getting uh, reelected. And um, but I tell you something else is really bugging me too. Not only is that um, are they defunding, wanting to defund the police, even in Tennessee, my home uh, here, in my home state, they want to defund. I mean, I just mm. but you know, and then and then you have the uh, I don't know what his name is. It's over the NFL come out and apologize and said, well, I shouldn't have. Uh, you know, well, they should be allowed to kneel during the national anthem. I tell you what. You know, we have the freedom. Men, men and women have fought and died to have the freedom for them to do that. But that doesn't give them the right. Why? Because that is disrespectful to our men and women who have died and bled for this nation. That is wrong. And when I see these idiots out there kneeling, and to me, that is a slap in the face to every man and woman who went out there in those battlefields and fought for our country and fought for our freedom. That is just, I, I, I cannot put into words how angry that makes me. And for these idiots out there to apologize and say, yes, it's okay for you to kneel, is, is insulting at the very least. I don't know about you, but I was raised to love our country. I was raised to be patriotic. I was raised to thank a veteran. And it's sad to see so much disrespect towards our police officers and so much disrespect to this country and to this nation. We live in a great nation that people are dying to get them to the here. They would, they would give their very lives uh, just so they get their kids in here because of what we have. And you have these morons out there who wish to disrespect it. Is that not a shame? They want to destroy and take away our freedoms. That's what they want. And my friends, we are on the, I think we are on the verge of a civil war. And I tell you what, I, I, you know, if we are in a physical altercation, then you know what? If that's what it takes to get to keep and store uh, God first in this nation, keep our freedom secure. You know, I tried to join the air. I did join the Air Force, and I did have to take that oath. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get to stay in very long because of uh, uh, some physicalities, but I did take that oath uh, to defend this nation, both foreign and domestic. And I will do whatever it takes to stand true for this nation, to stand for what is right. And this morning, when we're getting this devotion, I want us to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I think it's necessary this morning, aren't you all? So let's, uh, if everybody, if you can and are able, you know, you may be in your car not able to do this, but if those of you who can, let us stand and let's sing, say the Pledge of Allegiance. <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I'm sorry uh, to get uh, choked up here, but I, uh, I'm seeing our country implode right now. I am angry. These are when I get choked up uh, when I'm talking about this. It's not out of sadness. It is 
partly out of sadness seeing what's happening, but it's my anger that's causing uh, uh, me to get choked up. It is my duty to this country, my love for this country that causes me to get choked up. So I apologize for that. But I do not apologize for standing for the flag. I do not apologize for the love of this country. And I do not apologize for my belief and my convictions in God Almighty. And that's what we need back in this country. To see this on the news, to see what's going on, and seeing those who are wishing to destroy it, is, uh, uh, I almost feel like we're living in a, in a twilight zone. I feel like we're living in an alternate universe. Uh, to see these things is, is mind-blowing. Things that we're seeing, I almost feel like we, we, we would normally see in, in other countries, not here. But we're seeing, my friends, the end. We're seeing uh, I, think, I honestly believe we're, going to, we're starting to see the, uh, towards the end of this time and that we, if your heart isn't right with Jesus Christ, you better get it right because Jesus Christ, is going to, for those who are saved, he's going to rapture us out of here. If you don't have your heart right with God, if you don't have your heart right with Jesus Christ, you better. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm not, not being some sort of uh, prophet and saying, well, Jesus Christ is coming back on December 15th. And 20, I mean, it's ridiculous. No, no, even the angels in heaven don't know he's returning. But I think we're seeing the very uh, cuspus of those uh, those end time events that are pointing to the direction of you better look up, you better be ready, you better be prepared because that time is coming. And uh, you know what? I tell you what. Uh, there's a good chance that you may I may have to start a prison ministry because if I catch some little snot after burning that American flag kneeling, or any other thing I see disrespecting our country or disrespecting or disrespecting my God, I'm telling you right now, I don't know that I can I, I can I can uh, uh, physically restrain myself. It's probably a good thing that uh, I, I deal with a lot of sickness and I'm having to uh, have to stay quarantined in my home a lot and I don't get to go out because it keeps me out of jail because I will not have somebody disrespecting our police officers, our men and women out there who are putting their lives on the line. You have to see the list, and many of you may have seen the list of individuals, uh, these police officers who are attacked and, and, and ran over by cars, shot at stuff thrown at them, that been in the hospital, trying to keep their fanny safe. And if I catch it, because i got a lot of good friends that are on the police force, both in the county and the city, and if I catch anybody disrespecting those police officers, I'm telling you right now, handcuff me now, because I'm not going to put up with it. And so our country is, in, is, in, uh, uh, is, is being split. And we know that it's the God of this world that's allowing, that's pushing for that to happen. So, my friends, we've got to pray over this nation like never before. We've got to pray for peace. We have to pray that God will intervene in a mighty way. But until Christians stand up and quit pussyfooting around with the world and, and compromising with the world, guess what? This stuff's going to go on. Perverseness is going to be on an upswing because Christians are doing nothing. You know what? What's this? You know the the quote of uh, for only thing for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing, and that's the problem with a lot of Christians. Too many good men doing nothing because they don't want to be name called or or considered judging. We've got to start standing back on the foundations of what this country was founded on, and that is the Word of God. And until we get back to that, this chaos is only going to get worse instead of better. But you better have your hearts right with Christ. Our passage this morning is Romans 8, 26 through 28. And I'm sorry, guys and gals, I, that um, maybe I had more of a rant than I should have. But I just, uh, I've had a belly full, like a lot of you out there. I've had a belly full of this mess, and I'm tired of, you know what, I'm, 
I'm sick of, of trying to, you know, and, and I'm not trying, you know, I'm not racist at all. I've got a lot of uh, African-American friends out there of, of all different ethnicities and races. My grandmother's Japanese. So I'm not racist, all right? But by gosh, I'm not going to apologize. You know, that's what these liberals want you to do to make you have some kind of white guilt. That's bull hockey. You know, they, they were showing some of these, uh, you know, you got white supremacists. Well, you got the, the antithesis of that, of, of black supremacists. And they were showing uh, these individuals, I forgot where it was at up north, having white people kiss their boot. Well, I'll tell you one thing, friends. Hey, no, I ain't, that would be the day. Anybody trying to say, I don't care what color you are, tell me to kiss their boot. I'll tell you what you can kiss because that ain't going to happen. All right. So I've had a belly full of this stuff. We're all equal in God's eyes. We're one race, the human race, made up of all ethnicities. And it's redundant. I've had, I've had enough. Racism can be found in any uh, ethnicity. And, and so we need to start, uh, you know, we've got to cut this garbage out. All right. There's no need to apologize for who you are unless you're doing something that is blatantly racist or wrong. Then, yes, you need to bring that before God. But unless that's happening, we need to work together, man. This is ridiculous. So. Um, Romans 8, uh, 26 through 28, uh, says, uh, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. So my friends, you know, when we read this passage this morning, you know, I'm going to make this a little bit brief here. For one, we can look at this passage in a couple of different ways. One, we may not always know what we need to pray for. And so particularly with what's going on in our country, but this, the Spirit makes intercession for us between us and God. And so we need to, when we pray, let's pray for sincerity. If you don't know what to pray for, to say, God, I don't know what to say, but I'm concerned. I'm worried whether it's our country, personal situations, physical health, whatever it may be, give that, give that before God. Realize that God is sovereign. God is in control. And all things do work together for good to them that love God. We can have a lot of disappointments in our life. I know personally, I, I have a lot of disappointments. I give anything in the world to go back and change so much of my life. I wish that I could have done different, thought differently, acted differently, responded differently. I, um, I have a life full of disappointments, but I also have a life full of, of joy and blessings like my wife and my children, uh, my ministry, uh, this our home. I wouldn't take nothing more from that, but it took those threads. It took those things in my past that even though I, I look back and regret that God, you know, he puts us through those trials. He puts us through those tribulations. He pushes, puts us through things to shape us and mold us, to humble us, to draw us to him, to make us totally dependent upon him. And that's why we have to go through certain things in our lives in order for God to get us to where he wants us. Remember, God is in control. There is God's permissive will, and then there's God's ultimate will. You know, it might not have been God's uh, ultimate will for me to uh, do the things that I did, but it was his permissive will that allowed it to happen. But all the while, he was guiding and directing. And... Um, so we cannot be consumed with that guilt. We cannot be consumed uh, with looking back and uh, with great disappointment, uh, as, as many of us do. We have to look back and realize, hey, you know what? It was a learning curve, and it was a hard one. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I wish I'd go back in time and change so much. 
uh, but that's not going to happen. You know, obviously that is out of the realm of possibilities. And so I wish there was a, a reset button I could hit and go back and, and change those things. You know, just like uh, uh, Randy gets upset when the show Quantum Leap comes on. And because uh, I can quote the intro word for word because I always love anything to do with time travel. And uh, and in, the, in that intro, it says uh, he went to he tries to put right what once went wrong. Well, you know, obviously that's a, a made-up show, but we cannot put right once we went wrong because God was in control the whole time. We are not God. And so God had a reason why these things had to happen and take place the way they did. So we need to let that go. May, uh, nail that to the cross. Realize that, realize that is in the past and understand that God allowed these certain things to happen, whether it's as hurtful and as painful as it may be, to get us to where we are now. We always need to humble ourselves before God. We need to show humility. We need to show full and utter total dependence upon Christ in all areas of our life. And that's what God wants, and to be used by him in a mighty way. That's why we have to be the peacemakers. That's why we have to go out there and, and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone and anyone that will listen. You know, uh, we have to use discernment and wisdom on where God wants to draw us to and who to talk to. And uh, so, you know, take that today and realize do not live a, a life full of regret looking backwards. Let's, let us live a life looking forward, looking towards heaven, looking towards, our, our, uh, towards Jesus Christ, looking towards that crown of glory and realizing that we are forgiven, that we are loved. Just like I was talking about last night, you know, we, we sometimes people are still trying to pay for things that God, uh, Jesus Christ already took care of. So let's let go of that pain and that anger and let's keep our eyes on God. And my friends, let us pray for this nation like never before. And let us stand for what is true and for what is right. You know, one thing I've always I was, I've told my kids, the way I was raised, you stand up against a bully and you stand between those who are innocent. And that's what our police officers try to, uh, try to do on a daily basis. And, if, and as things get worse, and they're going to get progressively worse if things continue on the road that it is, we may have to stand between someone that is that is trying to hurt someone who is weaker and it may cost us our lives it may cost us whatever but they're going to if this continues they're going to attack you as a christian they're not going to like what we believe what our convictions hold and we're going to have to stand up to these bullies trust me from experience i know what it's like it's not fun and it can be scary but you've got to stand for what is right and because one day we're going to be standing before god almighty and i don't want i don't know about you but when i'm judged i want god to say well done good and faithful servant. Let's have a word of prayer. And then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us not to live a life full of dis disappointments and regret, but let us count our blessings. Let us be joyful and thankful for what you have given us and what you have done for us. And Lord, be with this nation, and I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of this nation like never before. Lord, uh, let them turn back to you, Bring peace upon this land. And Lord Jesus, uh, let us be grateful for this great nation, this great country that we live in. And Lord, just pray that uh, the people will quit disrespecting it and appreciate what they have before it's gone in this great republic. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and watch over, protect us this day. Be with our police officers. Lord, get, please give protection upon them, all the men and women in blue. And Lord, uh, be with our families. Give them peace and comfort uh, when they're having to go out and do their job. And Lord, I pray that you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix. 
I pray that you be with Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, uh, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson and Linda Feathers. Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with all of our uh, doctors and nurses and let them know in the military let them know the terror love needed and appreciated and lord let's pray to be with our president give him the proper wisdom and discernment and the guiding and the leading of our country protection about him and his family lord be with us lead god and protect us we meet again in jesus name i pray amen well, i hope all you all have a wonderful day today uh thank you donna and angie and anita for your uh, kind words and I uh, hope everybody has a blessed day. And if you'd like to share these devotions, of course, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 here on uh, Facebook. If you don't, if your friends or family don't do devotions, you can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And remember, all the devotions, all of our sermons are uploaded uh, to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes. Don't cost you a thing. Audio only. You can listen to that as you go out and about your day. So hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Angie, thank you for your kind words. And uh, remember, have a good day. Thanks for watching.